everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman. Today we have another amazing, inspiring, follow your bliss story. I'm here with Jake Odemark from Broadway. Hi, Jake. Hi. (laughs) And Jake has such a great story. If you're not inspired by this, I don't know, there might be something wrong with you. Jake studied musical theater, music, voice at James Madison University. He took the Washington, D.C. theater by storm after college, and he decided he was going to move to New York, right, Jake? Yeah, that's right. And um, so he moved to New York, and let's just bring it up to date. Right now, he's just started his second Broadway show. Congratulations, Jake, on playing Harry in... Kinky Boots, six-time Tony Award winner, Grammy, recent Grammy award-winning show. What a great show. Yeah, it's a phenomenal show. I still feel like an audience member up there because it's so new to me still. Yeah, you've been there like a week, right? Yeah, I've only seen the show, you know, probably 10 times or so, and I've been in it, you know, eight. So I'm still laughing at jokes where maybe I should be, uh, you know. <laughs> Focusing on your, at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Harry, I love that part. I'm so excited that you're playing him because yeah. he sings that great song. And really, this, you know, I was thinking about this. If you guys haven't seen Kinky Boots, it's based on the movie Kinky Boots. It takes place in Britain, and it's all about uh, Charlie Price, who inherits his dad dad's shoe factory right jump in there anytime yeah. jake it's a struggling shoe factory in england um and they're kind of uh losing money the the owner uh, the long-time owner dies and charlie is the heir apparent and uh it's not really not really what he wanted to do ever he wanted to move to london he wanted to uh you know make his own and uh he's kind of forced to save this this factory that's been in his family his whole his whole life and um and so as kind of a matter of a happenstance he runs into a drag queen um named Lola Yeah, played by the awesome Billy Porter. Amazing. Yeah, Billy Porter, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and without giving too much away, they decide to work, become uh, partners in in a biz- the business, and uh, perhaps start making some kinky boots to save the factory. Right, right. And I love it. And I, what I love about your character, Harry, is that when Charlie goes to see him, and you know he's he's trying to figure out a way to save this factory, Harry kind of says to him through song. So give me the song. What is it? Sure. Yeah. You got to take what you got. You got to take what you got. Sometimes you got to rewrite the plot. You've got to take what you've got. Even when your life is in nuts, you take aim, take your shot. Which is an amazing message because, you know, sometimes life throws you something and you sort of have to surrender to where destiny wants you to go. So I think that's sort of a mirror for your life, wouldn't you say, Jake? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's, and I mean, not to mention such a great song. All the songs in the show are yeah. so great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a good song to kind of start off the show and the uh, the main message of the show. Um, and, and Charlie, you know, Harry is where Charlie kind of wants to be in that time. He wants to have you know, Charlie's happy with his life. He he says one of his lines is, it's not perfect, but it's what I got. You know, he's saying, you know, I made do with what I have and I've made myself happy and you can do that too. You yeah, know, yeah. You take what you got. So. so I can't wait to see you in this because I can't wait to see you perform that song first Thank of all. You. And, and you're also understudying the lead, Charlie Price. Understudying right? Charlie Price, yes, that is correct. Sweet. 
sweet. So yeah. what do you think about Cindy Lauper? How is she? She's pretty cool, huh? Cindy is really funny. She was in my audition. I haven't um, talked to her since my audition. Um, she was very quiet, and she was just chewing her gum very, very loudly during my audition. And oh, that's Cindy, though. That's her. <laughs> with her, with her I, so I knew she was contemplating something, and I was hoping that I was doing what she wanted, and apparently it worked out. So. Oh, apparently. And the brilliant Harvey Firestein. Harvey's been awesome. He, yeah. He's been in the rehearsals, and he's been in he pokes his head in the show all the time and he, he was so he's actually the first person I really got to talk to I had a, like a half hour conversation with him and he's it's like I've known him for years he just yeah. immediately just with anecdotes and funny jokes and stuff he's awesome he's really a powerhouse and just so warm and friendly yeah. and, and then there's the uh, incomparable Tony Award winning Jerry Mitchell who I sort of have a little crush on um, yeah. <laughs> much to uh, my daughter's uh, embarrassment so yeah. he and I are are contemporaries we probably would have been in the same grade in high school and doing musical theater together so i have this little fantasy that you know (laughs) it's funny when i first met him when uh kinky boots opened in chicago i saw him and i'm like oh my god that's jerry mitchell and i i you know i'm usually like i don't bother people and but Mm -hmm. my mind said don't but my body just walked over there and i stuck out my hand and introduced him and immediately started talking about papa michigan where he's from and he's just such a real person he's awesome so yeah that's my little jerry he you know he cast me in the in the room obviously and and we had some good conversations in the room but since then you know i my rehearsals have been with the associate director but jerry has been he's messaged me on facebook twice once just to congratulate me on joining and then he also like uh put a picture of me that with the guys in the cast and said welcome jake and he's he's just been so he said he can't wait to come see it and he said he's already heard good things so Aww. i mean just having that support from afar i mean he's out he's in england right now working on a project and, yeah yeah he's my facebook friend too so he let me be his friend so he's awesome i want you to take us back to when you moved to new york you you did pretty much everything you could in the dc theater scene and then you decided you were going to take the plunge and move to new york and see what what you could do take us back to that time and tell us what it was all about because i know you you had some you had some ups and downs and yeah 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 I, well i always wanted to try new york you know i think that as actors you want to try the biggest stage and um some people i mean new york is a is a very um it, it's a scary city and even for people who have tons of success in it it's a city that is very intimidating and will always be and that's part of the appeal to it and i moved, so i moved here when i was uh i was 24 and, um, you know, I loved the D.C. theater scene. That's where I'm from. That's where my parents live. I lived at home when I worked there. And I had so many friends and so many great experiences there and, and really, really good, good projects and good actors and good directors. And, and I was completely happy. But, you know, there's that itch that you want to say, you know, I'm having fun here and I want to see if I can bring this to New York. And so I had to kind of tear myself away from D.C. I really liked D.C., uh, you know, it was comfortable, and I wanted to take that risk. I wanted to, to feel un- uncomfortable for a while and see if it could pay off. And it took me about, um, I would say, 15 to 18 months, really, before I got any real job. I was working things like a coat check at a nightclub. I was a caterer. I was, uh, I would do my roommate's laundry for him. <laughs> I, Didn't you walk dogs? At one point, I walk dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh definitely. I, I still pick up some walk dogs when people call. I mean, I, I did everything. I, I would paint. I remember my, my friend asked me to paint his bookcase, and I said <laughs> okay. And I thought it was going to be a, a half hour job, and he gave me a hundred bucks. He said, and he gave me this this like watercolor type finish that took like 
13 <laughs> coats. And it took me, I swear, like 48 hours. I was over there just the entire weekend for $100. I just couldn't, I mean, I needed, I needed money so badly. There were times when I couldn't even get home on the subway because I couldn't afford a pass, you know, 250 for a pass. So I'd walk home, you know, three, four miles home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... At, at the same time, it was always um, kind of inspiring to have that, to to know that this is what I need to, you know, I'm paying my dues in a way. And I was meeting people and I was auditioning and I was having good auditions, but no job, you know. And mm-hmm. I kind of just tried to keep going, keep going, keep going. And I, and I, I was never too down on myself until one point. <laughs> yeah. So when did point, when did it turn around for you, though? Talk about when it started to turn around and you started, because sure, at some yeah. point you have to like say, okay, sure, what's yeah. keeping me here? You know? Well, I moved, so I moved up fall of 2010 and I did basically a blanket of auditions for a year with okay results and no, not too many callbacks, not too many, in, no real jobs at all. Um, you know, but I felt like I was, you know, they were starting to see me. And then starting in like 2012, um, I started getting callbacks and I started having people say, Hey Jake, it's good to see you. And I started having people call me personally and say, Hey, come in for this. And, and so I thought I was making some progress. And so then the summer of 2012, things really started to pick up and I had three or four projects that I got five and six and seven callbacks. And I was going in, I was meeting directors and I was having private work sessions and I was feeling really good. I knew that no matter what, one of them had to come through. And this was like May and June and July of 2012. Lo and behold, the project that did come through was Spider-Man, but that didn't happen until almost October. <laughs> yeah. So, but you had a moment before Spider-Man, oh, yeah, yeah. the amazing I, I, Spider-Man, the musical. You had a moment where you were like ready to go home, didn't you? Yeah. I, yeah I, talk about I, that. I, I was, uh, I was coming back from my last callback for another project and Spider-Man now has been six weeks in the past. I went in for it so many times and I figured, well, I haven't heard. It's been six weeks. It must not have happened. And I went in, I was coming back from another callback for another project that I didn't hear from. And I remember I sat down on a, on one of those awesome rocks in Central Park and my friend, uh, Jesse saw me and she said, Hey, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm not going to lie. I am pouting. (laughs) And she's, and we had a good long hour long talk where I just told her, I said, you know, I don't know if this is right. I don't think this is uh, what I'm supposed to do. I've been here almost two years now and nothing has happened. And I get close, I get close and nothing happens. I don't have money. I don't have happiness. I don't have anything. And uh, and she gave me that pep talk to say, you know, we're all in that boat. Keep your head up and, and good things will happen. If, if, if you, you know, put put it out there, it'll happen. And it came to a point where, you hear that so much and and nothing's going to change your outlook until something does actually happen, you know, and I really needed it. And this was in like August of 2012. Um, and uh, so I did, I stayed, you know, I stayed for another, uh, it was about six weeks later that I got the call from Spider-Man and <laughs> it was a Monday morning. I was, uh, I was putting groceries away and by groceries, I mean like cans of beans and rice. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. And, uh, and my agent called, it was a voicemail and I heard it and it said, uh, Hey Jake, uh, actually I saved the voicemail. I still have it on my phone. <laughs> of course I could you did. play it for you. If you oh, want. oh yeah. Play it. That'd okay. be fun. Okay. Hold on a second. It's, uh, <laughs> because the, it, gives me goosebumps every time I hear it because it's so funny. He's an agent, you know, and he has tons of clients. So I think he forgets that 
this is a huge moment for 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 me. It was my first Broadway show, and it's sure. a it's a very small at the time was a very small temporary vacation swing job. You know, it was only a three week job at the show. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so 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 he you know doesn't sound that excited, and so he's saying something that sounds so routine, and I'm absolutely you know fireworks are going off on <laughs> my side. Here it is. Let's see if I can get it loud enough. Here we go. Hey, Jake, it's Gary. Um, give me a ring when you get the message. Um, I'm going to forward an email to you. I just received an offer for you <laughs> to be the temporary vacation swing in <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, I will forward this to you, and then call me later. Thanks, bye. Oh, my gosh. It's so like an everyday thing for him, and yeah, it's like it's so changing your life. <laughs> and, and you know, he—it's—I he, feel like it took him a half hour to say Spider-Man. He said temporary vacation swing, and I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> tell me, tell me. Yeah, oh my so, gosh! So I ran to my my bedroom. I played it again about three or four times to make sure that that's what I was hearing. Mm-hmm. And then I ran and woke up all my roommates. It's <laughs> <laughs> about you know maybe 10 a.m. and they don't get up till one, you know. And so right. they started getting mad at me. And then I said. I got my first Broadway show, and it was a whirlwind from that point on. I called oh. it back. I said yes, of course, mm-hmm. and I started. I called my parents. I called everybody. I my sister came to New York that you know the next day to celebrate with me. Aww. It was it was absolutely unreal. Two weeks later, I was starting uh, rehearsals, and then uh, uh, actually ten days after that, I was in the show. So, for my, I got the call on September twenty fourth. And I was in the show on October 20th as my Broadway debut. Wow. And and you were the understudy for Peter Parker, and you actually went on, who's the lead in Spider-Man. Yeah. So how yeah. did it feel to fly that first time? It was, well, you know, people say, were you scared? And I say that the flying was actually the, the, the least scared I was. It was, you get hooked in, and you just kind of hold on and pretend to act like Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> and right. You web and you, and you wave, and you salute, and... And that that's your job. So actually, that was the most fun I had. I, I had a lot of a lot of scary moments in that track, but most of them weren't the flying. The flying was actually really fun. Yeah, that's awesome, Jake. And then that three three weeks turned into what year turned, and a half? It's turned into fifteen months. 15. I never left. And uh, it was at the end of that three weeks, they said, "Hey, uh, you want to stay a little bit longer, just be a swing because somebody else uh, was out on vacation." I said, "Yep." And then about two weeks into that, they said, "Hey, our Flash is leaving. Our Flash, Peter Parker, and uh, we'd like you to, to assume the role." And I said, "Okay." So sweet. That's yeah, awesome, Jake. So, based on your experience, what advice would you have for for coming actors coming up with the same kind of dreams of making it and moving to New York and doing all that. First of all, I would like to say that I've always dreamt of the time when I can give advice because that meaning that I now have some knowledge. Yeah. The actor that wanted the advice and needed the advice. And if I've always, so this, this is very serious. (laughs) What I mean is that this, this industry is about you, and you you have the you have the potential to do anything you want, and and you need to make it about yourself. And so many people compare themselves to other actors, to other uh, to their friends, to other people's ages. And they say, "Well, he's twenty two, and he's doing his first movie, and I'm twenty eight, and I haven't done a movie." And they have you have to realize this this industry is you and only you. And if if you compare yourself. You're never going to get past that hump. You need to compare yourself to what you can do and what you can do better, not what anybody else is. So if that 
to make that clearer, if you're going in for an audition and so is your friend or so is that guy who always is there with you and you always are up against him, it has nothing to do with his path. He's on his own and you're on your own. So do everything you can to make your your path succeed and don't worry about others. I think people get caught up in other people way more than they need to in this. And that, that goes with me included. I was so concerned with how, how other people were doing instead of me. Wow, Jake, that's really good and very inspiring for me, even <laughs> at my age. So I'm thinking about what I can do next. So awesome. <laughs> that's great advice. Well, let me just tell you when I think your karma changed, okay? This is, okay. My, this is just my humble opinion. Okay, so when Caroline, my daughter, moved into her new apartment in New York when she was doing Kinky Boots, Jake was the one, well, we put out a call so that um, my husband and Caroline could could move in, and, and nobody answered that call to help them move in except for Jake, who was there and had a little spare time because he was still waiting for that Spider-Man gig to come in, or it had just come in, I think, maybe. And it was it, it was right around the time when Spider-Man came in. And J- every time I walk into her apartment, I think of you, Jake, because you hauled an armoire up those stairs. I don't know, three flights of stairs, right? Yeah. And that thing was heavy. That thing was really heavy. <laughs> and then at the end of at the end of helping us, just I mean, stayed there until it was all done. My husband offered Jake, I don't know, fifty bucks or a hundred bucks or something, and he wouldn't take it. Oh, so that's when your karma changed right there. So that was good. <laughs> so we're forever grateful to you. But that's just the kind of guy you are. Okay. So one more question. Okay. This is this podcast is called Happy Healthy You. What do you do to stay happy, healthy, you know, in mind, body, and spirit. What are you doing for yourself? First of all, I hope you're eating all your veggies. Yes, yes. Uh, um, Veggies, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Coffee is always fun. Coffee is good. But honestly, you have to, um, and my brother is probably my biggest idol in this, because my brother is really, uh, really good on this. You need to realize all and and be thankful for all the the positive things and realize the things that sometimes you might not and how lucky you are. So when Mm -hmm. things are going badly, instead of thinking about how how unfortunate you are, think of all the things that are going right. And I think you'll really find peace of mind and you'll and things will start to go your way more more so if you uh, if you focus on uh, on the positive things because we are all so lucky and so blessed and I mean I I can't believe the last year and a half that I've had and I think about it every single day and when I walk to work when I walk anywhere in this city the fact that I get to get on the train and go to my now second Broadway show and a sold out Broadway show and a great mm-hmm. Broadway show is just yeah. mind blowing so any audition that goes poorly, any day that I don't feel it, if I feel sleepy or or there's crowded subways, I just have to remind myself how lucky I am. And I think everybody can, can do that. Oh, that's beautiful, Jake. Yeah, gratitude goes a long way, doesn't yeah. it? Well, I know you have a matinee today, so I thank you so much for giving me the time to inspire my happy, healthy you listeners. Oh, I love Kinky Boats. I've seen it so many times, and now I have to come see it again because you're Yeah, in you it, got so. to. Maybe when I play Charlie. Oh, yes. That would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. But I want to see you play Harry, too. So everybody, go see him in Kinky Boots. You'll love it. All right. Thanks, Jake. You have a great day. All right. Take care. me, and I was challenged to be strong. When I lost my way, you were there to see me through. Now let's roll the lens of love and do the same for you.